warriors, what will you do when the storms of life come against you? What will you do when the enemy has beaten you down? You rise up, warrior, and put on the full armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit. You gird your waist with the truth, and you shod your feet in preparation for the gospel of peace, and most of all, the shield of faith. Warriors, Hello, Warriors, and thank you for joining me again today. I am Pastor James. Thank you for joining us on this Warriors Mount Up podcast. Uh, today, I am excited about this message I'm about to bring to you, and it is called The Great Divider. Who is The Great Divider? Well, let's just think about it. If God's Word is about unity, and God is also the Great Multiplier, then guess what? The enemy who is opposite of God, he has to be the Great Divider. He likes to cause division. And today we're going to expose that. And in exposing that, the Lord had given me that at uh, exposing the enemy's tactics, and it stands for SII, which the enemy tries to use, and this is his plan in causing division in our lives. So he tries to separate, isol isolate, and infiltrate, trying to cause strife and division, SII. So what we're going to do in today's podcast is we are going to expose the enemy because that's what we that's what our goal is here and to uh, strengthen the warriors so that you see what is happening. A lot of times when we're in a battle or we're dealing with something, we do not see clearly. But if this can help you and it will show you and tip you off to what the enemy is trying to do and his tactics. So we're going to break down, separates, isolates, and infiltrates. So let's break that down with starting with the first letter, which is S, which stands for separ to separate. The enemy tries to separate you first, warriors, from God. Then he works his way down the line. He tries to work on our marriages, our families, our country, even our church. And he also tries to separate us from our prayer partners. Why? Because our prayer partners are our backplate. They are the ones that stand when we can't. They're the ones that help us when we're down and we're weak to, to show us, to get us to stand back up, to re-armor up, and to get back in the fight. So all this is trying to separate us from what we know and what is strong through the Word of God. The first I is to isolate you so that you step away from the things you draw your spiritual strength from. Right? We said he, he's going to separate you from God first. The second I is to infiltrate, to occupy something or something that doesn't belong to the enemy. Your walk, your marriage, your finances, your children do not belong to the enemy, but he tries to come in and infiltrate to occupy it and try to take what doesn't belong to him. Think about this, warriors. The enemy has caused or has tried to cause separation from the very beginning of time. So let's go back. Let's, let's start with the Garden of Eden, especially when it comes to God's creation, first and foremost, which is who? That's us. We are, we are God's creations, and, and he wants to cause separation because God is where we get our answers and the truth from. So he tries to separate you and me, the believers, from God and the victorious plans 
that God has for us. To unplug us, the believers, from our power source. That's no different. And think about that. It, It makes sense. He goes right to the power source. No different than if uh, you, you know you got your plug into the wall, uh, you, you know, in your in your outlets in your house, and the power comes in from the street to the panel. If we shut the panel down, then there's no power. You're not going to get any energy. You're not going to have anything. It, it, you you will not be able to run. And that's what he tries to do. He tries to do that spiritually. He tries to separate us from God. And we need to stay plugged in to the Word and our power source. The enemy's first attempt from the very beginning, warriors, was to separate us from God in the garden and tempting Adam and Eve and turn one against the other. Here's a revelation. This is why, warriors, there's such an attack against our marriages in the body of Christ, trying to separate and cause division. If the enemy can separate a husband and wife, the enemy now has an open door and the keys and the security code to the rest of the family. He now has full reign. There is strength when we stand together. There is strength in our marriages because we're two, we're together. So the first example that, and we can expose the enemy together, is in the enemy trying to separate us in our marriages and try to cause division. But I want to do, before I start, I want to put out a warrior disclaimer. (laughs) Listen close. No marriage is perfect. And if someone tells you that their marriage is perfect and giving you advice, run and run fast. Think about this. If the marriage is perfect, then it means that they ha- there are no problems nor issues. How can anyone give you advice on something that they have never been through or experienced? True? I believe so. When you have an argument warriors with our spouse and our, uh, our spouse, our husband or wife, what is usually the first thing that happens? The first S. We get mad. We get upset. We separate from each other. We walk out of the room. We might even leave the house. We distance ourselves in the natural, which will affect us spiritually. Because now why? We have separated from each other. He's trying to separate the, 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 um, the strength between a husband and a wife. And guess what? If we don't resolve it and we don't communicate with each other and, and resolve the issue, usually by bedtime or later on that evening, one or the other will separate and go into other rooms and, and sleep on the couch or, or in another room, and they will separate. Key word there is separate. So the enemy has already come in, he has already caused division, and he already separated the two of you. The enemy now has separated you, and now he can divide and conquer. That's what he's trying to do. He is trying to divide and conquer. Dividing and unplugging you from your power and your power source and where you draw strength from. Why? The enemy knows that you are both stronger than you are apart. And proof of that is in Matthew eighteen twenty, For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. Shows you now how cunning the enemy is. Not only, warriors, has he separated the husband and wife. In this scripture, it states where two or three, and in this case, 
two, husband and wife, God states, there I am with them. The enemy is so slick, warriors, that he has just separated not only the husband and the wife, but he has unplugged us from the power source and now has caused a separation. Let's think about this in the natural. If we are battling, and and even in the natural, would you rather fight two people at once or divide and conquer one at a time? The enemy warriors is as dumb as a fox. And I'm being sarcastic here. The enemy knows exactly what he's doing. He's not stupid. He's slick and he's sly. And he's going to try to get in any which way he can. So now what happens? We separated. Uh, wife is down the hall or husband's out or, you know, about the, with the argument that took place. Now what has happened? The enemy has now isolated you. He now has you isolated where you're by yourself. He likes to come in when you're by yourself. He attacks, he attacks you. Um, he attacks your mind. He comes, he comes after you with the fiery darts. See, the enemy knows that you are both husband and wife stronger together than you are apart. And when you are together in one accord, God is with us. So when we stand together, God is with us, which now makes us stronger, as strong as a threefold cord, which the enemy can't penetrate. He knows that. That's why he separates. That's why he isolates. So let's move on to the isolation, which is step two in the enemy's scheme. Wanting to be alone instead of communicating and trying to work things out, the husband and wife stop communication. Step three, and the second I, is infiltration. Now, while you are both apart, the enemy will keep bombarding you about the current argument or start bringing up arguments that we've had with, our, uh, with me or uh, is with my wife and bringing up past arguments so that the spirit of offense and non-forgiveness comes in. And now we have opened the door wide open for the enemy to root these spirits. And now this is when the infiltration has occurred. We are now taking offense. We're now mad at something that was said. And because we have closed communication, we cannot fix the problem. And now we're also unplugged from our power source because all we're thinking about at this point is the argument and what took place between our wife instead of going into prayer and taking it to God. We warriors need to trap the enemy and not have him trap us. And if you remember, the acronym for trap is target, recognize, aim, and pray. We need to target the situation. We, could, we need to recognize what the enemy's trying to do. We need to aim, out, aim at him and direct him and command him by the blood of Jesus and pray him down and pray him out. That's what we need to do. Target, recognize, aim, and pray. So Corinthians 2.11 in uh, NLT so that Satan will not outsmart us, for we are familiar with his evil schemes. Now, let's just break that down so that, like I said at the beginning, we're trying to expose the enemy. So we need to be aware of his plans, his schemes, and assignments. So the definition of scheme, and we're going to do the definition of schemes. A scheme is a plan or program of action, especially a crafty or secret one. So as you see, that is all characteristics of the enemy right there. 
a plan or program of action, especially a crafty or, or secret one. I'm sorry. We will also define what's, what schemes are. A scheme is a large systematic plan or arrangement for obtaining a particular object or idea into effect. This is why it states in Corinthians 2.11, we need to be familiar with his evil schemes. We need to recognize warrior and expose the enemy and what he's trying to do before he baits us into his trap. And then he gets us. We get focused on that. We get focused on our situation. We get focused on the problem. We take our eyes off the Lord. Warriors, we need to expose the enemy's plan to separate, isolate, and infiltrate. That was just one example, and we're going to go down several examples on uh, separate, isolate, and infiltrate. And you know the enemy is not done. He's going to keep trying he keeps coming back, but we know we have the victory, and we know by taking the authority by the blood of Jesus that we walk in that authority, that we can command him and take control of our situation, take control of our lives. As we continue, warriors, I'm going to expose the other areas of life, what, where we need to pray against when it comes to division and to cut down the great divider, which is the enemy. Ask yourself, warriors, how has the enemy tried to divide this country, the United States? He started with the inception of this country and tried to divide us with the Civil War. It was North versus South. Why, you say? Because the enemy knew, because of the statement, in God we trust, that we were going to be a powerful country, that we would stand with God and fight for godly principles. So he's going to try to take us out from the beginning. I don't know about you, warriors, but look at, look at where we are now as a country. We are more divided than we are united. That in itself is a shame. We need to stand. We need to take authority over the enemy and stop the division in this country. We need to stand united. That's what we're supposed to do. The United States, not the divided states. And right now, um, looks like we're more divided than united. Let's take a quick inventory. So far, we have exposed how the enemy has tried to divide us from God. He tried to divide us with Adam and Eve and, our, and, and, and at the very beginning. He tries to divide our marriages. We saw what he's trying to do in the country with North versus South and the Civil War. But in the 50s and 60s, now think about this, and we're going to show you different timelines now. In the 50s and 60s, and even today, the race issue. You know the enemy is not original. He recycles the same attack and plan, which is his scheme, then as he does now. The enemy doesn't want to see us standing together hand in hand in unity. Where we stand united together, seeing no skin color, but seeing that God made us all the same, we just look different. Oh wait, yeah, there's more. So it's not just a race issue. We're going to show you in the 60s and the 70s in the women's right movement. It was man versus woman for equal rights. I'm sure back in the day, it separated many a household and families. 
and caused a lot of division in the marriages, in the home, in the workplace, and everywhere else. The big plan and scheme for the enemy to do is to divide. Divide and conquer. In the mid-50s, and I believe through 1975, the Vietnam War, we were fighting against each other in, this own, in our country between war and peace. Now we, have, now we come to the 1980s, the rich and prosperous versus the poor and less fortunate. Let's be real. The enemy has not changed his tactics. He just picks different ways to attack. He picks different topics and different things to attack on. But if you look back on it, it's to do the same thing. It is to cause division. Now, even the enemy keeps trying to divide the nation, even in recent events. So we showed you the, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and even now. What did he try to do a couple of years ago? Mask versus unmasked. Vax versus not vaccinated. Here is one division. Here it is. So, so we showed you what he tries to do with the country. He showed you what he tries to do in marriages. And we're slowly making our way down. But here's one. Here's the division. And here's the one as the body of Christ we need to be aware of. This plan of division for the enemy is where he gets the most satisfaction out of. And that is dividing our churches. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some churches and people that need to be exposed, especially when it comes to not teaching the entirety of the Bible, altering the gospel for gain, or saying, thus saith the Lord, and it was done in the flesh and not by the Spirit. God didn't really say that at all, did he? You got to be careful. The true from the false, the real versus the fake. Well, let me stop going on there because that'll probably be a podcast for another day, Warriors. Let's go back to division and the division in the church. And here, I'm going to give you just a few examples. And I'm sure there, there are many more than what I'm going to give you. And I'm sure a lot of you will think of a lot of different ones. But these are the things that we need to be aware of in the plan and the scheme and the assignments that the enemy is trying to divide us. So here's, here's one example, diverting from the Bible and speaking the true entirety of the word and not altering it um, to make people feel better. If it's in the Bible, if it is the word of God and we speak the entirety of it, then we have the truth. The minute we take something out or the minute we add something in or the minute we make it about the flesh, guess what? It's no good. It's not true. It's false then. So we need to stay focused on the Bible because that is the truth. That is the word of God. Then you have spirit-filled versus non-spirit-filled, tongues, no tongues, miracles versus no miracles. And one that just recently um, we've been uh, handling with is, is the joy of the Lord versus no joy. God forbid you smile and laugh and, and, and have the joy of the Lord. And in speaking that, in getting the joy from the Lord, guess what? When we're hurting and we're crying, and we're shedding tears, the joy comes in and heals because the joy is from the Lord. And this one, this one gets me. This one makes me even wonder whether you have opened your Bible and read it. Judging one from their outward appearance. What do I mean by that, warriors? We look at someone and we might see tattoos or piercing, the way they dress, their hair color or style. These are the people, warriors, we should be welcoming into our churches and not shunning them away. 
Just because it looks good on the outside doesn't mean it's good on the inside. And because something doesn't look good on the outside, that doesn't mean that it is bad on the inside. How can we tell? How can we tell, warriors? One, you will know them from their fruit. And guess what? God knows their heart. Who are we to judge? Because I'm sure at one point, I was in that, I was in that same place at one time. Please don't judge a book by its cover. Instead of shunning them away, show them the way, which is Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Warriors, we need to keep our eyes open and focused on the Lord, now more than ever, not the attractions and the distractions. The enemy will cause not only isolation and separation and infiltration, but he will also try to distract you from what you need to do to take you off the straight and narrow path that God has you on, to get your eyes off the Lord. So he will cause different things. He will, he will cause distractions, disturbances to get you off your path. See, warriors, we need to remember there is nothing that God can't do. Nothing is impossible for God. But man, we put limitations on what God can do and how we think God should do it. God can do whatever he wants, when he wants. That's why he is God and we are not. We need to have discernment warriors and let the Holy Spirit and the Spirit of God have freedom and not to quench the Spirit because we have put limits on what God can do because we don't understand it in the natural. There are no limits for him. He can do all things, and all things can be done through Christ Jesus. We as the body warriors need to be focused on the truth and the authority that was given to us by the blood of Yeshua Jesus, and let God be God. Let's expose the enemy, his plans, his schemes, his assignments. Warriors, this fight is ours, and we need and we will stand for the word of God. We need to be unmovable, unshakable, and stand on God's word. Let's expose the enemy, his plans, his schemes, and his assignments. Warriors, this fight is ours, and we will stand for the word of God. A warrior's life is not glamorous at all. But I'll tell you what it is, warriors. It is victorious. Let me ask you something. Let, think, think about this. If you ask yourself, why are we always battling? And if you could hear the drum roll, the answer is because God has called us to be warriors for such a time as this, in such a time as this. God never, never puts us in a battle that we are not prepared for. Or even in a battle that we can't win. But let's go back to where God wouldn't put us in a battle that we're not prepared for. You know, a lot of times we go ahead of God and we want to know why we're not winning the battle. It's because we're not sitting back and waiting to get orders from our commanding officer whether we should engage or not. A lot of times he doesn't want us to engage because he's going to take care of it. He's going to go before us. He's going to face our boss, our accuser, or whoever it is. And then there are times he will put us into action. But we need to know that we need to wait. We need to wait until he tells us to engage. 
Every now and then, Warriors, I like to use a movie quote and what best suits this one. And, and if it best suits this podcast, I take this one from Rocky Four. When Apollo Creed says to Rocky, we always have to be in the middle of the action because we're warriors. And without some challenge, without some war to fight, then the warriors might as well be dead. We have been called by God, warriors, to be that warrior, to fight for his word and the truth, the way of God, the way God fights for us is the way we need to fight for him. He will leave no stone unturned for us, and we need to do the same for him and his word. And in, and in doing the Great Commission, which is to heal, deliver, set free, and to make disciples. To grow the army, not to keep the treasure for ourselves and the gifts for ourselves, but to share it because it was freely given to us, so we shall freely give to others. Amen, warriors? All right, well, that is to show you about the great divider. It is to expose the enemy and the division that he tries to do in your everyday life. If you look at it, most of everything we're dealing with is about division, whether we're, we're arguing with a spouse, a sibling, our bosses, our friends. It's all about division, and we need to get the clarity and see it clearly that the enemy is trying to divide us as a nation, as a church, as a body. He's got to stop the power. He's got to stop the avalanche because once an avalanche starts, nothing stops it. So if the word of God and we could stand as the body and we start that avalanche, we're going to bury the enemy. Guaranteed. So we're going to take a moment now, warriors, and pray. Father, thank you for exposing the plans, the schemes, and the assignments of the enemy and that you continually give us insight on the division and arguments the enemy causes to divide us from you, Lord, first, our nation, our marriages, our families, and most of all, when he tries to divide us from the church. Forgive us, Father, and we repent if we have put any limitations on your spirit and how the spirit should move in our lives. For you can do all things, even the things that we can't comprehend. Father, Thank you that we have your discernment and not judge one from their outside appearance. That by the Spirit, we will know them. Thank you, Father, for making us end-time warriors and preparing us for battle and knowing that your word and with your word and the blood of your Son, Jesus, the full armor of God and your protection we are victorious in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, warriors, keep your eyes and your spiritual antennas open using discernment against the enemy who is trying to cause division and separation in your life. He tries to do it in my life. We need to see it clearly. We need to target it, target, recognize, aim, and pray. Trap the enemy before he traps you. Make the great divider an outsider in our lives. Don't forget, warriors, if you get a chance, uplift another warrior today that needs to be uplifted and needs to remain in the battle. Share these podcasts, warriors, so that we can expose the enemy together. Rise up, warrior. Get in the fight. Until next time, I'm Pastor James. 
Mount up. Let's ride. And God bless.